I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Well, hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson, and in this episode, we're going to do something just a little bit different. Now, I often get questions about two things. What is my morning routine? Now, I've talked about the importance of having a morning routine, and I've talked about it a little bit in previous podcasts, but I get a lot of questions about my specific routine. And then the other thing I get a lot of questions about is what does a typical week look like for me? So this week, I'm going to use data from my current week's calendar to answer those questions. And, you know, I don't have a typical week. Uh, But, you know, this week is as typical as any. So we might as well use the real live data from this week to answer those questions. And I will discuss my morning routine when I tell you about Monday and just know that it's pretty much exactly the same Monday through Friday. All right. I start my week by prioritizing what really must get done this week. I And I typically have a list of no more than five, but usually about three things that are my highest priority items that must get done that week. And this week, I'll tell you what my three priorities are. This week is getting this podcast done because my last couple of weeks, I did not record a podcast because those weeks were not typical. So I did not use those for this episode. Those weeks were completely completely off the rails. You see here it is as I'm recording this, it is the first full week of December. So last week was about a half week of December. This is the first full week of December. I'm recording this on December 9th. And between Thanksgiving and now, American Thanksgiving, which was uh, November 25th, between then and now, my business has been off the rails. There have been so many people who are trying to get in the last trainings of the year before their employees get completely distracted with the upcoming holidays or the current Jewish holidays, well, which have just ended and so forth. So anyway, people have been trying to get the so many things in. So my schedule has been jam-packed. So no podcast and not typical weeks. But now this week has been a bit more typical. So this is a week that I think would be perfect to share with you. So the three items that I'm getting done this week are this podcast, which I just mentioned, um, making progress on hiring an assistant. I'm looking for an assistant to help me with some things related to social media, the podcast, and some other areas of my business. And I've been uh, slowly plotting away at that. But this week, I need to make a bit more progress on that. And then the next thing is um, being in top form for a keynote that I had yesterday, so Wednesday of this week. So being in absolute top form for that and making sure everything was completely ready to go. So those were my three top priorities, the podcast, making progress on hiring, and being in top form for the keynote that was yesterday. So let me tell you how I did. Okay, so on Monday, and here I'll tell you about my morning routine. 
So I wake up at 5.45 and most days I do hop right out of bed at 5.45. It's chilly here in Minneapolis this week. So I have been snuggling under the covers some mornings for an extra five minutes or so. But the regular routine is I hop out of bed at 5.45 and then I go down to my basement where I do a seven minute workout. Now the workout actually takes about 10 minutes, but the app is called the seven minute workout. It's a bunch of different exercises. Some are cardio and some are strength training and they kind of swap off between one and the other. Each exercise is about 30 seconds long with a 10 to 20 second break in between. And again, it's a seven minute workout of actual exercise, but the whole thing takes about 10 minutes with those uh, little breaks in between. And I do it mostly just to wake my body up and be ready for the day. Uh, I don't know that you can do all that much in terms of either cardio or strength training in 10 minutes. Although I know I can definitely do more push-ups and more jumping jacks now than when I restarted. This is an app I've been using on and off for the past, oh, I don't know, somewhere between three and five years. And I hadn't used it for a while until the beginning of October. And because I was just doing a lot of things outdoors in the summertime uh, to stay fit and healthy and, and oftentimes an early morning walk in the, in the summertime to wake myself up. But here, as the weather has changed in Minneapolis, I am back in my seven minute app doing that seven minute workout since the beginning of October, Monday through Friday. And it just really makes a difference in terms of me waking up and being ready for the day. Once I am fully awake from that, the next thing I do is a 10 minute meditation. And I am a big fan of Sam Harris. He's got the meditation app called waking up. I'll link it in the show notes. His app waking up is just a great app, especially if you like a guided meditation, he does a 10 or 20 minute guided meditation every morning. It's different. And there's also other, many other meditations to choose from on his app. If you don't want his daily guided meditation, or there's just simply a timer that you can set for your meditation as well. So I typically do a 10 minute meditation followed by a five minute visualization. If I spend an extra five minutes under the covers, I maybe don't have time for that five minute visualization after my 10 minute meditation. So I'll work that in later in my morning routine uh, between getting various kids to the bus and so forth. Uh, So I did my 10 minute meditation on Monday. I did not squeeze in my five minute visualization exercise that I do after that on that particular morning. I got it in a little bit later. I'll tell you when I I squeezed that in. Okay. So after my 10 minute meditation, I hop through the shower uh, and get ready for most days an on-camera day. So that means hair, makeup, and the whole business. And uh, then I meet my youngest child in the kitchen at 645. (laughs) He gets up at 640, tumbles down to the kitchen, ready for breakfast at 645. And we need to leave the house at 715 for him to catch his bus to school. So I meet my, I met my seven, uh, not my (laughs) seven-year-old. He's 10, almost 11. Met my youngest child who is again, 10, almost 11 in the kitchen, scrambled him some eggs, made him some toast. So we get breakfast in and I pack his lunch. Some days he eats a school lunch and some days we have a packed lunch. So that particular day I was packing his lunch and his snack for school. And then we leave the house at 7.15 to walk to the bus stop. And we take the dog to the bus stop as well. Because after the bus comes, then I catch up with a neighborhood mom and her dog. And we do a quick walk around the neighborhood with the dogs. And um, and this, uh, you know, I've only been, I moved into this house seven months ago. So I've only been in the neighborhood a short while. So this is absolutely very precious time for me with this neighborhood mom. She's down at the next bus stop. So as soon as the bus is coming and I don't even wait for my, my son to get on the bus, I bid him goodbye. He pets the dog goodbye. 
and I trot off down to the next bus stop. And uh, she also doesn't wait entirely for her kid to be picked up by the bus. But once we know the bus is coming, uh, she and I and our two dogs, we go on a loop around the neighborhood. And again, this has been very precious time for me because, you know, between the pandemic and being an adult, making new friends as an adult, this is kind of a hard thing. So it's just been wonderful to meet one of my neighbors, be outdoors and catch up on what's going on in the neighborhood and get to know her a little bit. So that's just wonderful time. Then I get back to my house. Now it is about 7:45, and now it's time for my next child to come down. Now she is in seventh grade, 12, almost 13. She doesn't need much help at all. In fact, she's very independent about getting all of her things ready for school, making her own breakfast and everything. But I just like to say good morning, check in and just make a little bit of personal connection with her. So I do that. And then I, on this particular Monday, I grabbed my five minutes to do my meditation I'm sorry, my visualization, my meditation happened earlier. So I, I do my five minute visualization. And then after that, it's about eight o'clock and I am ready for my workday. So my official workday starts at 8.30, unless I'm teaching an 8.30 class, in which case I am absolutely on board online and doing sound check at eight o'clock. But usually my actual workday officially starts at 8.30. So I might have some discretionary time there to do something like throw in a load of laundry or uh, you know unload the dishwasher, or do something around the house really quick. Or sometimes I'll do some inspirational reading before my workday actually starts at 8.30. Now on this particular day, I needed to get into email because I had a class that was starting at 10, going from 10 to 11, and then another one from 11.30 to 1230. So this is a training class. Now these were two classes, the same class repeated over uh, two times. And this is, these were classes that are for a company that I work with um, on a somewhat regular basis. A few times a year, I do some classes for them, uh, but we were really touch and go on this one because the final contract had not been signed off on for this project. And I wasn't actually sure if this class was going to be a go until at eight o'clock. I did have, in fact, it was four minutes to eight o'clock. It was 7.56 that I saw the final contract in my inbox. So I knew this class was a go. Now, this was a class that I had heavily customized for this customer. So I was really anxious about whether or not we were going to get all the ducks in a row to be able to pull this off and that all that customization was not for nothing. Um, I was doing two sessions of that cl class. As I mentioned, the first one from 10 to 11 was for a group of leaders, and this was inside of their quarterly meeting. So the whole morning was set aside for them to do the stuff as a team. And I was their speaker from 10 to 11 with some stuff that was very uh, timely. So it would not have made sense to postpone this to the next quarter if we did not get that contract all signed off. So again, I was a little touch and go about that. Uh, I did an encore session of that for some other leaders in their organization from 1130 to 1230. The other group was, uh, you know, could have been postponed if need be. Uh, but whew, I felt a great sense of relief once that was done. Um, then I had some time in the afternoon that day to move forward on the hiring progress. I had posted a, 
uh, job description earlier and I got very few applicants and the ones that I got just, it didn't seem to be quite right. So what I felt was necessary was to revise that job description to make that a little bit more uh, open, acceptable, and, and um, something that would draw in a wider base of potential candidates for that role. So I got a chance to get that done and I uh, got that reposted. So I've been kind of watching that as the week goes on to see what's what was going to happen to see if I could get some uh, better applicants for, for that role. Um, then the other thing I did that afternoon was adding some interactions to the keynote that I had coming up on Wednesday. I added some polls and did some more, you know, plan for some more fun interactions to be part of that keynote. The content for that keynote is all locked in and dialed in because it was about how to thrive in this hybrid hybrid workforce, how to improve uh, your work-life balance, even just by 1% each day and what a big difference that can make. So this was a professional development day for a large organization. So I was super excited to be planning that. And again, the content was all dialed in. I was just kind of putting the finishing touches on it and really getting myself into a mindset where I could be locked and loaded and ready to absolutely deliver for them on Wednesday morning. The other thing I did late Monday, kind of before my workday ended, was I read an email from my accountant that had come in on Friday. It was nothing, and it wasn't anything super urgent, but it was something I was kind of putting off because I thought it was going to be bad news from the accountant. Um, so was it bad news? Well, it wasn't as bad as I expected. And it was, we have to do something in the paperwork a little bit differently for our 2021 taxes as the year is coming to it, you know, the tax year is coming to an end. So there's a few to do items. I thought there was going to be more to do items. I thought it was actually going to be quite worse, but it wasn't that bad. Uh, you know, and isn't that always the case where we're putting something off and then when, once we get to it, it's really not as bad as we thought. Uh, final check on email and got a couple of emails answered and buttoned some things up so that I was ready for my next day. So that was how Monday ended. Uh, Tuesday morning started with my regular morning routine. And then the things that were on the deck for Tuesday were connecting with a colleague about a new program that that colleague was launching to uh, give them some feedback on it and hear more about it and see if there were any people in my network who might benefit from that program. So it was kind of fun to reconnect with an old colleague that I hadn't had a chance to talk to in a while. This is somebody who is uh, a dear friend and somebody that I really have a lot of respect and hold in high esteem. So it was just just fun to connect. Anyway, uh, the first half of the conversation, the conversation was scheduled for 30 minutes. And this was a time when I actually could have, I had a, enough wiggle room in my calendar for that day that uh, we could take closer to an hour to connect. So the first time was the first half hour was just about catching up on family and how's your business going and what's new and all of that. And then the second half hour was really about that new program. Um, one of the things I didn't mention was this was an off-camera day, so I didn't have to do full hair and makeup and everything else. That uh, thing, the call that I was just mentioning, that was done as a phone call. So, and I just love a, an actual phone call once in a while. Um, so that you know, that was anyway. It was just fun. Um, then I did have lunch with a friend. Now this is a hysterical lunch that I have with this friend. Oh, a couple times a quarter, and she and I go to Costco. So we have lunch at Costco. We get either the hot dog or the slice of pizza and we chit chat over lunch for a bit and then we do a little bit of shopping and that is our that's our lunch date so i had lunch with that friend we got caught up and it, again 
I happened to get a little bit of holiday shopping done while we were in Costco, as well as pick up a few things for the family that we were in desperate need of. So that was great. On the way home from that, I had to stop and go through my uh, local Walgreens for a scheduled appointment for a COVID test. You see, on Friday of this week, I'm leaving to go do a conference to, to a conference for my own professional development, where I'm doing some strategic planning for what's happening next year in my business. And that conference is requiring a negative COVID test for admission. So I needed to get that test done. So I'd scheduled that. Um, you know, here, let me let, it, let you in on a little secret. This was my first COVID test ever. I have been pretty much buttoned up in my house with exposure to very little. My kids have had COVID tests up the wazoo to, in order to be able to go to camps and various functions and so forth. And then they've had a couple of close encounters with uh, friends or classmates who've had COVID. So they've had tons of COVID tests. I've been so fortunate. They've all tested negative. So I've never had to have a COVID test. So I did my very first COVID test. Um, and then I did my final prep when I got home from that, that Tuesday afternoon, my final prep for my keynote, that was the next day. And then one more thing I had to do, it was, it is my oldest son's birthday on Saturday. So I had a few small things. He is a total minimalist, so hard to buy for, but I have a few things that I picked up over the course of the last few days and weeks that I was popping in the mail to him to uh, send off as a birthday gift for it to get to him on Saturday. It needed to go into over to UPS on Tuesday afternoon. So I got that all wrapped up and dropped off at the UPS station near me and then finished those final touches on the keynote for the uh, for the following day. Um, again, this was a non-camera day for me. I am very public facing. And so most days it is like you see here, for those of you who are watching this on the YouTube video, it is like you see here it is a professional dress, at least from the waist up. It's usually jeans from the waist down, unless I'm uh, doing a keynote or something where I am standing up, moving around a bit and people might see the bottoms, in which case it is a black skirt or black pants. Uh, but most days it's jeans on the bottom. Don't tell anyone. Uh, so I didn't have to do hair and makeup that day. And the friend that I was uh, having lunch with at Costco, you know, very fancy lunch. So I didn't need to be all that entirely presentable, just a quick slick of mascara. And, and I didn't even need to do the lip gloss or lipstick because I was wearing a mask in the Costco. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy... Or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. All right. So that was my Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday morning, I did my regular morning routine. I have to tell you, I was a little antsy and I had a lot of extra energy Tuesday or Wednesday morning because I was getting ready for this keynote. So the keynote started at 9.30. So at 9.15, I was logged in and in their green room, I was done up. I had the hair and makeup 
totally dialed in. And uh, one of my favorite jackets that I like to wear for keynotes, usually on big stages, but you know, it's fun to be behind the camera and do a keynote too. So had that keynote for 350 people on Wednesday morning. It went really well. This is such a good client, you guys. I can't say this about every client, but this client, I just really enjoyed working with. They were so collaborative and so much fun and just just wonderful people. So it was great to do that keynote. And I just left, I always leave a keynote or a training session for that matter, but especially a keynote, just, oh my gosh, the endorphins are cranked and I'm in such a good mood and I'm so happy. And oh, so that's the mood that I was in after the keynote was done. Um, and then I had some emails to catch up on. It was a busy day because I had a training session in the afternoon. So I only had about an hour and a half to get really almost the whole rest of the day's work done. So I had some emails that I needed to respond to and a quick contract negotiation, taking moving a contract a little bit further down the path towards getting it signed with a brand new client. So that really needed to get uh, needed my attention on Wednesday. Uh, then in the afternoon, starting at one o'clock, I was teaching a class for a longtime client. Uh, the class was Mastering Difficult Conversations, which if you're not familiar, I wrote the book on difficult conversations. So it's a fun class for me. It doesn't require a lot of prep. And again, this is a longtime client and I do this class for them on a somewhat regular basis. So I was dialed in at 12.30 to do the sound check and video check and screen sharing check and everything else with my producer for that company. And that went great. And then, of course, the class went from one to four. And again, it was a really fun class. The, the people were really particularly engaged this time around. That's not always the case. Sometimes people are like cameras off. And I don't know if I, I don't know how dialed in they are, but this was a really, really uh, fun class to teach. But I have to tell you about one more thing that happened that day before I taught that class over the lunch hour, I actually heard from someone through LinkedIn who was in the audience in my morning keynote session. And this is a friend of mine from 15 years ago that I had lost touch with. Now we were still connected on LinkedIn, but this is a woman who we were in a book club together. We were young moms together. And oh my gosh, from 15 years ago, she moved away to take a job in a different state and again, we kind of stayed Christmas card friends, holiday card friends, and um, and stayed connected on LinkedIn, but really lost touch with the day-to-day. -day. Uh, so anyway, she she shoots me a message on LinkedIn like, hey, I now work for the company that you just gave the keynote for. And I don't know if you remember me, but, and then she proceeds to remind me who she is. And I'm like, of course I remember you. Oh, it's so great to hear from you. So in fact, she and I are going to have a little, uh, a little Zoom call next week. And it was just Again, so much fun. It is so much fun when those intersections happen in my life. And I think they're happening more and more between the podcast and keynoting and just getting the word out about the work I'm doing. I'm just increasingly crossing paths with either people from former portions of my life or uh, people that just show up and want to connect. So it was just really cool. Oh, so you might get the sense that Wednesday was a big day. It absolutely was a big day. I try not to have two really big events in the same day, but you know, sometimes it happens. It happens with scheduling. Um, now it really did help that the afternoon session was one that I could practically do in my sleep because it's on difficult conversations, which is something I have deep expertise in. And it's with a client that I have a lot of experience working with. So it was really easy and fun to do that on the heels of my morning keynote. Now, I think that afternoon session, they got a higher energy version of me than maybe they usually do just because I'd come off of that keynote and the endorphins were running high. And I was just super excited to, uh, you know, to continue my work for the day. 
sometimes when I have a big event in the morning, the afternoon just feels like, it just lands really heavy as the, those endorphins dissipate. And I kind of come down off of that high of public speaking. It's quite a sight to behold. So usually I have to plan to like take some extra walks with the dog in the afternoon or something to kind of use up that energy so that it doesn't just completely drop and deflate. I like it to kind of come down slowly over the course of the afternoon. If I do something really big in the morning. All right. So Thursday, that is today. So this morning, again, my morning routine happened as it usually does. And I haven't gotten that visualization in yet. It's probably going to end up being closer to the very end tail end of today, but it will happen because that is one of my non-negotiables. I got to get that visualization in the meditation happened. The seven minute workout happened. The kid got to the bus stop. I did my loop around the neighborhood with the dog and the neighbor. And I then had a class that I taught on thriving as a hybrid team member. And I've taught, and this was to an organization that I do quite a bit of work with. And um, what's really fun about this class is that I already taught their management team back in September, how to manage a thriving hybrid team. So I taught managing a thriving hybrid team to their management group in September. And in fact, when we contracted this work back in July, we thought everybody would be back in the office by now in a much grander scale. But of course, along comes the Delta variant and, you know, COVID's going to do what COVID's going to do. So most of them are not back in the office. So, but anyway, we, their managers are all equipped on ready to manage those thriving hybrid teams. And now I've been working with the teams once a month over the course of the past few months. And we had intentionally spread this out over the months because we didn't know how rapidly their teams would be going back into the office. And it's a really good thing we did. We didn't anticipate the Delta variant being what it was and that this would take so long, but it's perfect the way it's all rolling out. So anyway, it was really fun to be with them this morning to uh, take another bunch of their teams through how to uh, be a thriving hybrid team member and the challenges that come with working from home some days, working from the office some days, everything from the logistics of do I have my laptop and my badge and my laptop cord and what time do I need to leave the house because I haven't commuted for a long time to the days when then they're not working from home. And you've heard me talk, if you've been following the podcast, you've heard me talk about some of these challenges, but to do a deep dive on that with the client was just, it's just really fun, especially since I've already worked with their management team on this. Um, And of course, you know, the challenges of COVID continuing to rise. And here in Minnesota, we have some really high case counts now because it's cold weather and everybody came inside and spread this dang COVID and a lot of breakthrough cases and everything around. So as folks Uh, delay their return to office plans, it really does keep me on my toes when I'm delivering programs on hybrid, uh, hybrid teams, because I have to keep the material relevant, even when most of them are working from home. All right. It is the afternoon now as I record this and the things that I did in the afternoon today after that session was over that that session, it was a two hour class. I love these two hour classes. They go by really rapidly and I don't have to stop for a break because everybody can make it through a two hour class. If it's a three or four hour class, then we have to take a break and it kind of breaks up the rhythm. When I get on a roll, man, I'm on a roll. Uh, so anyway, in the afternoon after that program was done, so that was from nine to 11 this morning, then from 11 uh, to 12, I finished up some contract negotiation. And as I moved into the early afternoon hours, I had a couple of other things. I'll tell you about those here just shortly, but I, uh, throughout the rest of the afternoon here, I've been planning for the upcoming professional development weekend that I had mentioned that I need to take that COVID test for. I did get my negative COVID test result back from Walgreens. 
and that got then forwarded off to the conference planners because the conference planners needed to know that I could either send it in in advance or bring it with me. I'm going to do both because I really want to be at this conference and I want to do everything that I can to ensure that this conference is safe for myself and everybody who else is there. Um, the other thing that I just completed, uh, some of this was on the phone and some of this was on email, but I've got three different organizations that I've done some work with in conversation with me now about using up some of their 2021 budget dollars because they are on a fiscal year that matches the calendar year. So we're coming up on the end of the fiscal year. They've got some money left in their training and speaking budgets, and they want to prepay for some things in 2022, which is brilliant for them and wonderful for me because then I get some things locked in on my calendar for next year. So we're working on uh, not only negotiating some contracts, but selecting some dates for those programs to happen. And in fact, I've got one more of those calls that I need to finish up a little bit later this afternoon, but I had this time in my calendar late this afternoon to get this podcast episode recorded. And as you recall, this was one of my important things from Monday. The other thing I did this afternoon was I checked in on the applicants that I'm getting for this job that I have open. And indeed, I did get a couple better qualified candidates. So I did some email outreach to those candidates to see if we can't get some interviews scheduled for next week. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, the other thing that I did this afternoon was I got some board work done for a board of directors that I'm on and they're having a board meeting tomorrow morning when I'm going to be on an airplane to California to that professional development event that I'm going to for my own professional development. So I needed to get that board work done so that I could continue with my responsibilities to that board. And then of course, recording this podcast. So that, and again, I've got that one more call to follow up with a client about some work in 2022 that we might invoice for in 2021 and lock in those dates so that they're prepaid and that uh, they get that budget used up. Because you know, with the, especially with the training budget, if you don't use it, you lose it as it goes into the next fiscal year. So we want to make sure that they get their training dollars well spent. All right, let me just give you a quick sneak peek into tomorrow because this podcast is being recorded on a Thursday afternoon. So tomorrow morning, I'm getting on that plane after I get the youngest kid off to the bus stop. My husband usually could do that, but right now he is working on a project. He works for a major corporation and he's a technical project manager and he works on a global scale. And right now he is eyeballs deep on a project with their European locations. And so he is on conference calls from either 6 a.m. local time or earlier, well until noon, and uh, so that he can't step away to get my youngest son to the bus stop. Now, my youngest son is 10. He could get to the bus stop by himself, but there have been a bunch of, I'm sure you've heard about all the challenges with bus drivers across the United States this year. Now, we are really fortunate in that our school district has a great bus company that they've contracted through, and so it's usually not a problem, but every time there's a substitute bus driver, it's really touch and go as to whether or not the bus is going to come. And it always has come, but once it came more than 10 minutes, actually probably more than 15 minutes late. And we, and I drove him to school because we didn't know if it was going to come. And so I was pulling out of the driveway when the bus came and I just continued to drive him to school that day. Uh, because I mean, and a couple of other things, his bus driver, 
uh, his wife recently had a baby. So they've got an infant in the house. So they've got, you know, and I think a couple of other kids as well. So they've got plenty of the bus drivers, plenty of challenges to deal with. So occasionally there is a substitute bus driver. So I am absolutely committed to making sure that my son gets on the bus tomorrow and makes it to school. And then I have to immediately leave for the airport. So that means no dog walk tomorrow or no connecting with my neighbor whom I walk with and we walk, we walk our dogs. So I don't get to do that tomorrow, which I'm kind of sad about, but, uh, I'm super excited to uh, go to the airport and get on that plane to California and go to do some professional development for me. And if you don't know this, if you haven't heard me or somebody else say this, professional development is one of the best things that you can do right now to mitigate against burnout. And I have been working my tail off in 2021. And, you know, as again, if you've been listening to the podcast for any length of time, you know that I wrote my dissertation on virtual team communication back in 2001. So 20 years ago, I was playing the long game. Yes, I was. But I have been busier than all get out teaching people how to work effectively, how to communicate effectively, how to hold difficult conversations, doing that on a keynote level, doing that on a training level. I have been busier than all get out this 2021. And I am ready to pour some love back into myself and pour some business development time back into me. And so that's what this weekend is all about. So I'm super stoked and excited about it. And one other thing, I am super nervous about the weather because here in Minneapolis, there is a snowstorm that is predicted to land sometime tomorrow. Tomorrow. My flights are in the morning. So hopefully I get out of here before that snowstorm lands. I mean, it might miss us altogether, but there could be 12, uh, six to 12 inches of snow on the ground. So I am just super anxious to get my kid on the bus and head over to the airport and make sure I get on my flight on time. All right. So there you have it. That is a day in, or not a day, a week in the life of my business, a pretty typical week, I must say, although I haven't been flying very much, uh, not for my speaking business and not certainly not for my own professional development. So that's a bit of an anomaly, but Monday through Thursday of this week is pretty much what a typical work day or work week looks like for me. And of course you heard my morning routine, which I have completely dialed in. The one thing I sometimes do that I didn't mention is I sometimes do get in a little bit of inspirational reading. So something that excites me and gets me stoked for the day, you know, little Tony Robbins, or I'm also a big fan of Martha Beck. That's who I did my coaching training with. So I I have a a couple of volumes at hand at the ready for when I need, uh, when I have a little time to do some reading for myself. All right, my friends. Take good care. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's a bit more personal into my life than I usually go, but I hope that you found some things in it to take away for yourself and to think about what fills you up and add, make sure you're adding something as we come towards the end of the year, adding some things that fill you up. In fact, stay tuned for the next episode because I'm going to be talking in the next episode about how to avoid burnout, especially at this time of the year. All right, my friends, take good care, stay well, be well, and I will catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.